there. Um, a little disclaimer for this episode and I think the next episode as well. We had a little bit of what? <laughs> Five and six, right? Five and six, yeah. We had a little bit of a, um, I think, recording malfunction. So the mics did not record, but the camera did. So the audio is not going to be nearly as good as it usually is because it's coming from the phone. But bear with us. It'll only be for two episodes and then we'll be back to our regular sounding yeah so i'll tell you what we tried to redo one of the episodes with the mics on and everything but the groove just wasn't the same so we love you our listeners so much that we want you to be in on the fire that happens when we're going off the tip of our tongue so um yeah i think our podcasts are kind of like a one take kind of thing (laughs) they're here and then they're gone yeah so yeah the next two podcasts excuse the mediocre sound through an iphone so yeah bear with us we'll get it we'll get it right next time thanks well welcome back to amazon family podcast and we have an intriguing character today in ira we haven't seen him yet in fact he was away at idaho visiting friends when we started this endeavor of a podcast and so he didn't even know so he comes back last week, and here we had started a podcast, and you didn't know about it. Have you listened to any of them yet? No. You know, that's just as well, because now you're just fresh, ready to talk and talk and talk. Yeah. So, um, I have news. Gabe is going to start editing our podcast for us, and I'll tell you why. And I've heard this from... Ira first, and then now Gabe. So here I was sitting at the couch, putting the video and the audio together, and Gabe's walk, Gabe walks by and says, are you using iMovie, Dad? <laughs> and I've heard the same thing. They try to teach me, what is it that you use? Premiere Pro. I can't get it. You have it on your computer. Oh, I do, and I've tried it, but I can't. And you've showed me probably multiple times, but I, I can't sink it into my brain. So, but it is much better, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like how, what would be the top thing that you would say is better about Premiere Pro than iMovie? There's not just one thing, it's just everything. So just, can, can it do everything that iMovie does? Uh, no, because iMovie sucks. Premiere Pro can't suck. I kind of knew you were going to go there. (laughs) So anyways, we're thankful. And then especially when Gabe said, well, is there any money in it for me? And I said, well, there might be. Because it takes me a long time to edit these. Well, long enough. And I'm a busy man. And so is Ira. He's got his work that he does. So Gabe, he finishes school by two or three. He homeschools. And so he has time to edit our videos. Do you think that's a good idea? Mm-hmm. All right. So today, um, we might need to warn you that you might hear noises from beneath the building. It is those puppies that Katie, our dog, is partially moving them there. It's supposed to rain tonight. And so if you hear that, it, I'm not... I'm not... Um, there's no... 
secure. There's no kids underneath that we're, <laughs> that we're getting, that we're trapping. It, it, it's puppies. So today, one of the things that we wanted to talk about is kind of how we got started as a family in music. Now, my background, maybe we'll save that for another time. But I have played music from the time I was young because my dad played music. But we kind of took it to a new level as a family. When we were in North Battleford, we were living there, keeping care of the grounds at Sharon Schools. And then in about 2010, we moved back to Park Valley, um, started, or I should say, began again working on our log house. And I, at that point, started teaching instrument lessons full-time at Debden School, Canwood School, Big River School. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I had about 60 students during the school year and they would, it was, it was a good situation because the teachers would let them out of school mm -hmm. to come. And it was around that time that Sonora started to learn mandolin. Is that kind of how it went? I think I started with mandolin, right? Well, and I saw, I think I saw all the other kids getting to leave class, missing math. Oh. Not, not, not. <laughs> so that was the reason. <laughs> no, that wasn't the reason, but I was like, hmm, that would be nice. And I think I just saw that, I was like, all these other kids are getting to l learn music. Why can't I learn music? So. And your dad's the teacher. Yeah, my dad was a teacher. I'm like, of all people, I should know music. So I think I was, what, eight? Seven, yeah, or eight. seven or eight and I think I came up to you one time and I was like hey dad can you teach me too and you were like sure in my in my lunch break during noon hour and I was like okay cool <laughs> so I didn't get to miss class but yeah because you weren't paying me no I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't but no I remember learning what was it little toy trains yeah so yeah you started taking um mandolin lessons and around the same time like you're you're two years younger do you remember around? Do you remember what went on around that time? How would you explain it? I remember kids going out to have lessons. But do you remember when you started learning? Uh, well, not specifically. I just remember playing guitar, visiting you during lessons, and then at one point I started. On the ukulele yeah so when i taught in big river they gave me a couple ukuleles to use for lessons and so i would bring one home with me and i would have it at all the lessons and you would come in and start to just play on the ukulele i think i may have taught you a couple chords but after that you just started figuring them out on your own mm -hmm. and so that's how easy it was for you and so what happened was because i was a teacher at the schools, I would organize these events where all the students would come and play. Right. And so rather than me perform alone, I got you guys to come and help me out. So you'd be on mandolin, you'd be on ukulele, and I'd be on guitar, and we would play. I remember we played in front of the whole school at Big River for their talent night. Really? I think we did four strong wins. I don't remember that. Yeah. Really? And so that was your guys' start in learning to perform. Hmm. And then it wasn't long after that 
Did you go to base? Yeah, after that? because we thought a base would round out the sound. Mm -hmm. And so you started playing bass. You pretty much kept a mandolin mm -hmm. for yeah. a few years. And it wasn't just a regular bass. It was it's one that we'd never seen before. I think we were, yeah, a little. It's a little bass with nylon strings. It's big, thick nylon strings. strings and, yeah. and Ira had, he never got bass lessons. I never taught him anything, but he somehow had a groovy way of playing the bass. Mm -hmm. And we still have videos of it. And he's on our very first album, right where you are. He's playing most of the bass on those songs. And you were pretty young. Do you hear that? <laughs> I hope they're okay. So do you remember making that transition to the bass? Uh, oh, I don't remember much about it, but I do remember starting the bass yeah and so what it was weird was and, and you got a comment from my cousin who's a really accomplished bass player in that it was strange to see someone use the bass as their first instrument now i know you play ukulele but generally you play guitar first mm. and then you go into bass but you somehow were able to pick up the bass and just just kind of mm. play it and so yeah so here we had you on bass, you on mandolin, me on guitar, and then Nate, he'd have been barely six yeah. at, at this time, by the time we started performing, five or six. And so, DJ, uh, what, what was, remember? Who made the, the, yeah, the box was, drum uh, for us? DJ ED or something? Yeah, Dustin Davidson, Davidson yeah. was making these cahoons or box drums. And we got one off him, and so we had a four. We had a, a, a what do you call a, Qua a, a quadruplet? A quartet. A quartet. Yeah. <laughs> we had a quartet with you on bass, you on mandolin, my, myself on guitar, and Nate on the drum. And we started playing in churches yeah. and talent nights and nursing homes. nursing homes. And we started we started to commit to about once per week playing at the nursing home. Do you remember that? Hmm. Yeah. And it was around that time when our house burnt down. And we started making YouTube videos mm -hmm. and oh, it kind of took off from there. So tell us about your start on banjo. Um, yeah, right. That was after the house, that was in 2016. And I remember going to church. Oh yeah. I remember going to church and, uh, hearing that Jake was playing banjo. Uh, I didn't know him. Now this well. is Jake of Jake Baldwin and the Sturgeon River Boys. Yeah, like Jake. famous Jake. Ira and Jake are our best friends here. Um, I didn't know him that well by then, but I heard he was learning banjo, so I decided to learn with him. And so that's how we became friends and learned banjo together. Yeah. Okay, so someone might ask, your house burnt down and you lost your instruments. How is it you had a banjo to learn on? Well, Dad forgot to bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> Left it at Grandpa and Grandma's house. For some reason, we had it out at Christmas time. And I brought it to Grandpa's and forgot it there. Or just left it there. Mm -hmm. And when our house burnt down in February, it, uh, it was safe. Yeah. And so you started learning. 
We have a video, I don't know if you remember this, of you, you, you started playing, I taught you one rule. And then you learned how to play Cripple Creek. Mm -hmm. And I remember us videotaping it. We have that still. Oh, and it's really? pretty crude. <laughs> but it took you a day or two to get to where you could play Cripple Creek. It was pretty amazing wow. from, my, from my thinking. It didn't take you long. Well, at least that's what it seemed it like. It seemed like longer than that. <laughs> well, I remember you, you worked on your roles. And, of course, we had the Earl Scruggs instructional book mm -hmm. that you worked on for a little while. But then after that, you just... You didn't even use that, really. I learned a couple songs out of there, yeah. You know, you, I, I played banjo for many years with the Baylor strings and, you know, did pretty well. But one song that I could never get was Dear Old Dixie. I tried and I tried and I tried and I mm -hmm. couldn't play Dear Old Dixie. And here Ira had hardly been playing very long at all. And he plays Dear Old Dixie. And I thought, this guy has got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the songs I learned from the tabs. Okay. Book, yeah. I, uh, so anyways, Ira kind of took off. Now, I did a Facebook post just a couple, few days ago about you winning the scholarship to go to the Monroe Mandolin Camp. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. You told me about a scholarship application and uh, I don't usually do that, but I guess I did it. I probably um, twisted your arm, honestly. Maybe, yeah. I didn't think I had much chance, but we did it. We put our video in. You remember what you played? We played Shadow Breakdown. Yeah. And, and we won, ended up winning and winning a scholarship. Okay, but do you remember the day that you heard about it? This is what I put on the Facebook post that I think was hilarious. It was April Fool's Day. The oh, day it? it was April Fool's Day, Sonora's birthday. Yeah. The day that I got the email, and I thought first of all that oh, this is a joke. It's April Fool's. But then I got conversing with uh, the lady. Yeah. Forget her name, and found out no, this is real. I actually won the competition. But then I went home and I told you about it, and you said, oh no, I don't. it's April, April Fool's. Day. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Dad. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the? I remember that very same year, we did the broom trick for April Fool's Day. You know how you? Uh, uh, you remember, do you remember the broom trick where you hold it up against the ceiling, and then you leave them there? It's it's like with a cup of water. Yeah, or something you put like a cup that. of gla a glass of oh. water on the ceiling, and then you leave them there, and they can't get it down without the water spilling on them. Right. <laughs> so we were used to playing tricks on each other. So when I came home and told you that you had won this international scholarship to get to the Bill Monroe Mandolin Camp to get to play with Charlie Cushman and uh, a bunch of others. And at the Station Inn, you just thought it was a joke. So. Yeah, I remember that. So you had been playing a couple of years on the banjo. Um, but I remember them t saying, I talked to one of the judges after the fact when we were in Nashville. Mm -hmm. and talking to him about, you know, you and playing band. And he said, you won hands down. There was no contest because you were just so steady. Mm. You know, your timing and your, you know, what are the three t t um, T's? Timing, tone, and 
intonation of timing, tone, and there's one other T. Mm. Anyways, you had it all. Mm. Huh. And so they were they were pretty impressed. Mm. So you got to go to the station in, play with some of the greats. Ricky Skaggs was there that night. Yeah. I Carolina Blue, a um, few others that of course, Mike Compton, he's the one who puts it all together. Mm -hmm. And Mike Compton, if, if if you don't remember, he was the mandolin player in the movie. Oh, Brother Where Art Thou. Well, yeah. he did some parts. Yeah, yeah he, he was in the band. Really? For Brother Where Art Thou. That's how he made himself famous. Mm. Yeah. So, um, give a song for us. All right. So this song that I, this song that I was going to sing when we were in the Baylor Strings, there was a couple from Calgary, Alberta, that wrote a song, and they submitted it to us for us to sing. And my dad sang it. It's called Money Can't Buy. And so he gladly did it, and I was going to do it for you. Little F. Can't buy. 
go to my websites, one of my many websites, numerous <laughs> websites. Uh, yeah, media services is basically anything along those lines. So anything media-wise, you can help them with, consult them with. Um, anyways, he's done everything that we need and more, and he's always working on something. And so check him out, Amundsen, IraAmundsen.com? IraAmundsen.com or AmundsenMP.com yeah. or Newly.ca. Okay, take your pick. Check out all of them. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.